Good. Oh, good. Good. Well, Got it. this is before we start it. I'm gonna set the levels back after we were at the. Uh, yep. There we are. Yep. There we are. All right. It's coming. Yeah, because we're on a slight delay. But hi to everyone in the chat. Um, I don't know. Tell us about your day, he said. All right, testing my microphone. Oh. Okay, mines are pretty good if we speak into it, but if we're back here a little bit, it's probably going to be far away. Hmm. Or it's going to be echoey. Things. Okay, I don't feel like sitting in front of my microphone, so I'm going to put my mic gain at 50% and see what that does. All right. Yeah, because I'm going to be about here the whole time, so. Hmm. Well, that sounds horrible. Okay, now I'm back uh, just in front here. Yeah. This is only a test. Damn, the wind is really going today. We're good. Okay, I'm going to be I'm going to be about two hands away, a little bit spread hand away. Spread hand away today. That'll be my mic distance. Hmm. So welcome to Regular Car Reviews, podcast number 23. I'm yeah, Brian. I'm Nick. And welcome back to my apartment. <laughs> uh, I miss I miss the dealership. That was good. We yeah, should have done nice. we should have set levels before we started so we knew what everybody sounded like. And mm. uh, it's just going to be un until I get like a better mixer with with um Oh, what are they? The little spinny, little flappy dials. Yeah, the uh, potentiometers. Yeah. So, so or VU meters. So, uh, I can actually see what's going on. Yeah, it's almost like it's right when I have to go to work. So I don't have, yeah, it's kind of a, a thing of um, uh, like being in the old radio studio in KU. Although they didn't have the tensiometers, did they? Oh yeah. Did they? Well, yeah. my board did. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they had the No, they had analog ones. I think they got new boards now that where they have digital uh digital VU meters, but they got the sliders. You can you can incrementally adjust your gain up and down. Plus there's a compressor working. <laughs> uh as opposed to what you're listening to. If you're listening to this on on iTunes, uh, it's already been put through a compressor in Audacity, so it sounds much better than YouTube. Yes. Mr. Regular is getting more handsome. I think Mr. Regular is losing his hair because that's all I see. Mm. Ah, he's going to complain about his hair. That was a question I forgot to ask Matt Farah. How do you deal emotionally with hair loss? Uh, at least I'm not getting a bald spot. The hair is just receding in the front. Mm. Anyway, how's the Forester? The far, uh, Forester, uh, our camera car is welded back together seam sealed it's all good to go i'll probably hang on to that car for another year i already i'm still searching eh, about once every other day for a second generation post facelift manual forester xt 
stock. Well, good luck. Um, that is years 2006 to 2008. Uh, second gen Forester XT manual, of course, turbo. Um, mm. As of yet, another vehicle has not appeared that is more capable than a Forester. Honda Element, I heard the masses and the Honda fanboys say Element, Element, Element. Here's my argument with the Element. It's a little bit too big. Yes, it doesn't come in it does come in manual and it does come in all-wheel drive. But sitting in mid-2000s Hondas, it's just that plastic everywhere. It it's Honda's senioritis period. The interiors are not fantastic. Whereas Subaru during the mid 2000s really started coming there on their own as far as interior. It's little things like extra sound deadening and covering interiors with uh, soft plastic and also fabric. Just that little bit of fabric on the on the door cards on the on on the armrests. It makes the interior quieter and it's more pleasing to the fingertips. Mm. Makes you feel like they care. Well, at the auto show, the new uh, Forester, it's just this huge thing that it's. I couldn't even imagine. It's it's the same level of difference between your Forester and the new one as there is between my mom's old Malibu and the current like Chevy Malibu. That it's just they don't even look like they're part of the same make or model or you know because it's different generations of course but still you know you're getting these sorts of uh new cars that are having all these funky tech features like you know the new forester has the uh facial recognition so we can tell when you're getting sleepy really which is just such a strange weird feature to have and then you sit in it and it's kind of like I don't know. It's just incredibly spacious. And I'm thinking in my head of like equipment here and this and that stuff, which is funny because I completely forgot to check for tie down straps <laughs> or anything. I'm just in the back. Um, cause it never occurred to me to open the trunk, but There's one guy in the chat, Hunter B says my Forester is best explorer. Like, yeah, Forester is the new Forester is like Ford Explorer side. It's crazy. Yeah. And then, um, Ken over at Steve Moore Subaru says there's even a new newer uh, Subaru the the Elevation or, or I forget what mm. it's it's going to be a seven seater. Uh, anyway, are you still contemplating a trip to Erie, Pennsylvania? Yeah, I don't know when. It's like which way I go to first, Erie or Toronto? Or almost Toronto's like seven hours away. Yeah. Um. So there is this YouTube channel up in uh. Right, right across the border from Buffalo, uh, who wants to sell me a Canadian spec uh, K car, huh. Dodge Reliant. <laughs> so I told them I'm interested on the condition that Retreat from Moscow 2019 is happening. And I haven't got a definite yes or no whether 24 Hours of Lemons will run Retreat from Moscow a third time. Hmm. I want to do it. And I want to again, fiber one, yo. Yeah. I want that. I want that fiber sponsorship. 
Look, I'll just buy the car, Fiber One. Can we just at very least get like a crate of bars or something like that? <laughs> just yeah. to say I've been sponsored. I mean, that and maybe some parts and some antifreeze and stuff like that. Or, or maybe a prepaid Visa card just for gas or something. Yeah. There was someone in the chat who asked if I uh, found it weird or funny how all the automakers have these we these bizarre uh, unrelated videos playing in their uh, display areas at the auto show, which is incredibly weird because I remarked on it twice in or because there's part two of my auto show video which is coming and I think that's where I mentioned Tomorrow. yeah which is where I think I mentioned that the CTS V Sport that just has this random film playing behind it that has nothing to do with anything in mm -hmm. the Cadillac area and uh it's it, it at least it's something that I think makes more sense from a marketing standpoint because you want to project an image of like oh it's it's cool kids and they're in the night and then you go over to ford and they're just like they have these people playing hockey i don't know why uh you know sports. and yeah sports sports and then there's a hula hoop girl who was just oh oh so but it was i don't know why she was there and uh Wait, it, that that I thought they just had hula hoops for people to play with. No, that was a uh, woman who was brought in as entertainment, I guess. And so when a sufficient number of people had gathered around, uh, she would put on her song and get the hoops together and start doing her thing. And, uh, and I was standing there kind of transfixed because it, like just watching the movement of the hula hoops is so hypnotic anyway. Like it has nothing to do with the fact that she was pretty because I mean, well, yeah, she was gorgeous, but still like, it's also that she's good at what she does. And you'll see this in the video tomorrow, but it's one of those things where, uh, there wasn't any practical reason for her to be there other than, Hey, we're Ford. We're bringing in entertainment. And I don't know. I, all right. Ford rumors of the Ford Ranger Raptor. That's enough for me. Meh. It's just a very strange thing. And then you go to, uh, over to the Genesis area and, you know, they have that, that new con the, the Ascentia concept, which is, uh, electric car with a carbon fiber shell. And it's very, it's gorgeous. Gullwing doors. It's just, ugh. But that's right over there in that area filled with the, you can't afford this area. Oh, where you can't, they have the ropes and the little yeah. half walls. Yeah. And the people over there are getting free booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the, oh. They have like a. The Rolls Royce with the, I love how with the, the Rolls Royce area. The, the carpet in Jacob Javits isn't good enough for them. They have to bring their own. <laughs> and it's like that one centimeter step up <laughs> and then the squish. Yeah. They have this whole display at Honda for uh, the Accord, which apparently was North American Car of the Year, which... Fine. Fine. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much Fine. my... <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, it's a mid-sized um, car with a V6. It's... It, it's it's kind of that thing that everyone can kind of agree upon when you're trying to find a place to eat and you're just tired of the argument. It's like, oh, okay. 
Accord. Let's accord. Accord. Cruise everyone. Everyone. Fine. Accord. Yeah. Okay. Accord. All right. Um, we're all going. But yeah, uh. that one person who objects to smoky bones. <laughs> I don't know who that person is. Yeah, they just kind of smoky ruin. Bone killer. It's like all we need. It's twelve angry men. It's you know, just say guilty so we can all go home. It's yeah. like just friggin' agree to smoky bones so we can all eat already. Yeah. <laughs> don't get all picky now. Accord equals someone says accord equals Applebee's. I mean, more yeah, or I, less. Uh, this one was candy apple red. The one that was underneath the North American car of the year display. And uh, I, I don't know. I was more sort of intrigued by the sort of random things there. There was this Volvo with an espresso machine in back that wasn't fair. Or somebody talking about that Volvo has the best uh, coffee coffee at the yeah. auto show. Yeah. There was actually a line um, because they had a, proper barista but a dude barista with a you know apron and everything and well, we got coffee once like, like yeah like two auto shows ago or something over at like lexus was where oh, they had okay. they had pretty good coffee at lexus but the snack game if you really wanted to get your snack on you go over to jaguar slash range rover because i guess they were sharing the same space so i don't know who was responsible for the snacks but they had you know yogurt and fruit and brownies and pretzels and then they had all sorts of different kinds of coffee and mm-hmm. tea and it was just ooh. and but but even then it, it's close enough that you can look scornfully over at the porsche part where you know you have michael clark duncan like standing in front <laughs> of the velvet rope so that yeah. you know unless you are the right type of per- like that yeah. one year where we went and they you looked at the badge and like regular car reviews what's that yeah and it's just kind of like oh, okay i guess we're not wanted around these parts. If I go back, well, when I go back to the New York Auto Show, I'm going to make a video and it's going to have nothing to do with cars. <laughs> I'm, it's going to be everything but cars. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, still trying to find sponsors for this podcast. Um, but we did get uh, a bit of sponsorship. I'm going to be right back. I, we, we got a thing. Hmm. I wish I were clever enough not to leave dead air. I have to make a uh, product video about this, and I'll let you know when I do it. This is, like, way too good for regular car reviews. Um, Because it's something I made fun of because our homemade Steadicam is is perfectly fine. But then Moza gave us this that you have to assemble. Um, I'm going to... I'm not taking this with me to Austin in three weeks, but uh, we will use it probably probably for like local car show videos. It's a gimbal. Um, and there's the battery. And all my cameras are put away right now. Uh, what you do, I've never used a gimbal before because we never had to use a gimbal before. And I always looked at these freaking things as dumb. <laughs> like, the crap is this? Actually, you know what? I do need a camera to put on it. Yeah. Uh, it's just tell true. me about any. Tell them about any other New York stuff. I'm gonna go get oh, a camera. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I liked some of the Cadillacs. I, I don't know the. They had a Lincoln Aviator. The new one is pretty nice. Uh, 
Volkswagen is doing, you know, a pickup truck now. Oh, I don't yeah, that was all over Reddit and stuff. Yeah. Um, the Atlas, which, I mean, it looks like... I don't know. It looks like an off-brand sort of Chevy type. It's you know the. It for me it calls to mind the uh, Honda Ridgeline when Honda made that pickup truck. Mm. You don't see this camera too much. I thought it would do more than it uh, normally would. It's a Panasonic Lumix. What's the model number? DMC FC thirty oh. DMC FZ300. So what? It's a Lumix FZ300. Uh, it's one of those long zoom cams that cameras I used once or twice for um, car shows. Um, it's not a cropped frame sensor. It's even smaller than that. So the footage isn't as good. The footage is a little bit worse than my 3200 that we used to use for everything. And it's mm. way below my D750, which is amazing. Um, but one thing that this does do is it focuses all the time. It'll autofocus while you're filming, and it doesn't make noise when it does it. Mm. So that's the one advantage that this guy has over even my most expensive camera. Um, it doesn't hunt focus. It, it focuses softly. And the, uh, the Nikon D750 goes as it searches. This just goes. (laughs) (laughs) The auto adjust of the. Yeah. It's always, Nikon's always doing that. This one doesn't. Uh, but it's stabilization isn't that great. But when put up, uh on a gimbal suddenly that doesn't matter what do you think of mercedes x-series trucks don't know don't care (laughs) something amrod truck someone highlighted my name do you remember the chevy celebrity eurosport wagon i didn't know they made a wagon Mm. oh did i just turn this thing on so People uh, who know how to use gimbals are probably screaming at me right now because I'm trying to thread this camera on to this plate. And then you just can't start one of these things because it's it's not balanced. So then you got to sit here and move this camera around and move the arms of the gimbal in and out until it stays put. Kind of like when you were on a seesaw with someone who weighed, who who had a different weight than you do, yeah. and you had to move up and down uh, the seesaw until you uh, sort of got balanced. So now I'm kind of balanced front and back, but not side to side. So it's leaning to the left. So I got to move this camera to the right Mm. until it kind of stays straight. Not quite. Got to do it more. LOL, this is not how you get sponsorships. Get free camera starts talking shit about it. Mm. Really, I'm talking shit about myself because I don't I've never used one of these things before. Yeah. 
Okay, now it's kind of straight. There and now when I turn it on, there. There it goes. I wish I had that at the auto show. Would have made my filming a lot easier. Although I would have ended up looking like Johnny McSocial Media of just like, hey man, was a smash that <laughs> yeah. like, and, and smash that smash, like you smash, you know, hit subscribe and share and tell all your friends and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just dampens all of your movements. Of course, it's kind of crooked, but I can fix it. The joy, the the thumb button, the thumb button. It well, it's like a video game now. Yeah. Here, you just hold it. Huh. And then your uh, your controls are where your hand is. So oh, it's like a first person shooter. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's ooh, yeah. I like it. But now it's sideways. Huh. And I don't know why it's sideways. Or why it's staying sideways. If I move up or down, oh, there it goes. Like, I can move this joystick and manually make adjustments to it. Real filmmaking. I know. And then there's and then there's extra tubes in here that form, like, this uh, airplane-style yoke. Now, why is it crooked again? It's like the Power Rangers putting all their different weapons together to form that super cannon. Yeah. Even though you never really would see them using their weapons individually. Yeah. Like, how many times did you see Kimberly fire from her bow and arrow? How many times did you see, I don't know, Billy use that trident? Now, here's one thing I don't understand why, uh, why it continually turns to the right. I try to turn it back to the left. Do you plan? Hmm? I mean, we do have a shoot next week. Are you planning on using it for this? Possibly. Uh, I think so. Because it'll only be the second shoot. See, see there it goes again. It's turning to the side, and I don't know why it's doing that. Uh, chat, uh, Roman, what did you use to film at the auto show? Uh, I literally just used my GoPro and um. Then my GoPro died, so I switched batteries, and then that battery died, and so I started using my cell phone, uh, which is a Samsung Galaxy S7, and uh, that was fine. Uh, I, I was just kind of trying to go around and riff on as many cars as I could within the given time frame because oh, I, I go got too, there late -ish. I go too far, it starts freaking out. Freaking out how? just like it can't stay stable anymore yeah now it's all wobbly but uh and now the joystick isn't working mm. huh yep it's like it turned itself off mm. but i know these batteries are full yep Joystick inoperable. I'm going to turn it off. Okay, it's off. Turning it back on again. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's in mode one. So if I click twice, it goes into mode two, which means something. This thing didn't come with a manual. Mm. That's strange. Ugh. Here we go. All right, now it's turned off again. It's 
Hello from IUP. Why do you guys rip on IUP? That's just what people do in this area. The same reason they rip on Penn State is because in like the Tri-County area around here, you go to one of three universities. You go to Kutztown, Penn State, or IUP. So you're just yeah. kind of like, eh. I mean, I guess some people go to Millersville or Westchester. Okay, focus. Is it going to focus on its own? Now I'm working with the camera. Mm. And it's not. It's on follow focus. Why isn't it focusing? I'm your dad. Uh, but also the... um. Another weird thing at the auto show is uh, virtual reality baseball. Yeah? Yeah, they have a little VR baseball or a VR home run derby. You just put on the headset and, you know, pop a few dingers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they you get something like eight hits. And I hit a couple home runs, which I thought the motion detection was or the hit detection was being very generous mm -hmm. but it's something for the kids i guess and also there was this very moody dog that was there who wasn't really having any of it oh that was the one who was barking while the lady was trying to give the presentation yeah yeah and um i don't know there was this very tiny tiny pacifica that looked like it was modeled for not even a child but for that child's doll that I thought was hilarious and uh, other things. Uh, there was a, a Hot Wheels Camaro, but it was like a full size Camaro. Yeah. And, but it had the Hot Wheels logo on it and it was set up in a little strip of Hot Wheels track mm -hmm. just sitting there. Oh, okay. And I, you see a lot of people just walk right by it. A, because, you know, it's just a, friggin camaro and yeah. b because uh like the new corvette was there in the background and okay. everyone was just sort of gathering around and doing like the sean michaels pose to get pictures of it uh. so that the, you didn't catch the glare and all that other stuff it was just very uh uh i, I don't know it's a corvette what are you gonna do this guy says remove camera strap and rotate the camera on the mount 90 degrees to the right maybe Oh, yeah, you're right. If this camera is going to be a dedicated uh, thing, there's really no point to having it on that. Yeah. Having the camera strap on. Good idea. Turning that on. Turning this off. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Let's see. Chevrolet Forever. Chevrolet Forever 13. Me? I don't know. There's a Chevrolet 21. Or, oh, wait, that's Hellertown. I think Chevrolet 21 and Hellertown. Mm-hmm. I've never been. I mean, I've been to Tellertown. I just haven't been. In there. So there was this one lady. I don't think I told this story uh, on the podcast. I think I meant to tell it at when we were at Steve Morisuru, but not here. There's this one lady who goes around the grocery stores around here. There's like a local chain um, who has a policy. And this grocery store has a policy where... Um, if you get up to the register and, or I guess this can even be like while you're still in the store, um, if you buy something, piece of produce or really anything that has an expiration date, 
and it's expired, um, they'll refund your money and you'll get a equal uh, product or like another product that they have yeah. uh, on the shelf, like of the same thing. If they have another one. Yeah, fair trade. Yeah. So you'll get your money back and you'll get the product for free. Hmm. So this one lady has taken to not gaming the system, but just going around to all, I think they have like five stores hmm. and goes around to every single one of them, searches the store for whatever's expired hmm. and attempts to buy it and then goes, these are all expired. And I never knew that she's been doing this for years until I was at the grocery store at like 10 at night. Mm. And they only have one, they only have enough staff at night for one person to run the register. There's this big line and I don't know what's going on. And she's there filling out these cards, which I guess is the refund card. Huh. And, and at the time I didn't know what was going on. So I go up to the, uh, I asked Courtney, the one um, clerk that I know, and go, what was that all about? And she goes, oh, her. Yeah, she does that. That's her thing. So they know she's gaming the system. Yeah. And she's they like don't. Gaming it within the rules. So she's exploiting a flaw or exploiting something that is supposed to be a customer loyalty, you know. Yeah. Engendering policy. Yeah. And. The one uh, uh, older man who's who was bagging said, "Yeah, I guess she kind of saves us the trouble of finding all the uh, all the expired stuff and throwing it out." But she does kind of hold up the line when she does it. Yeah. And then he points out that, yeah, you see, uh, the lady had bought a three packs of soda like three cases of soda oh oh all right yeah um some other odds and ends and then a 60 dollar bottle of cooking oil like the gallon of like you own a restaurant yeah and you need a butt ton i need all the canola yeah oh well, yeah it's yeah right, but yeah she's like yeah that was a 60 dollar bottle she got it for free and i'm like wow and the kicker to the whole thing is that as she was getting her free groceries, she had this look on her face, and people who are just listening to the audio will know the face if I make the sound. She had on a face that that sound... <laughs> her face looked like this sound. I'm <laughs> filling out my stuff. She, she even looked at me like her face didn't change. It's just... And there goes my one hope that the woman in this store, because in the in my head she's at least somewhat attractive, <laughs> because I'm, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> and maybe because it's uh, human nature to just imagine everyone that you're envisioning in a story is attractive. Yeah. But so I follow her out. <laughs> I like I have to know more about this society, like this person on the edge of society. Like the, the the weird stuff in between my own in my own town just excites me to no end. When you find out l like local legends yeah. for dumb like they're they're legendary for dumb reasons, and like the Appalachian Trail. Anyway, 
Um, so I follow her out to her friggin' Ford Windstar, and the and the van is packed with grocery bags. Like she must have been hitting up all the grocery stores all day. Damn. And I'll bet it's all just nonsense in there. The hell are you gonna do with a gallon of cooking oil? Like and like a whole bunch of Malto meal cereal that's just gonna taste like cardboard because it's expired. Yeah. But this is your way of getting one up on society. Yeah. Like, I kind of wanted to be do a little uh, uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Like, like from as good as it gets from that one line where he walks through the waiting room and says, "What if this is as good as it gets?" Yeah. Like this is as great as your life is becoming. Yeah. Like this is her Ocean's Eleven. Like, yeah. This is her just is <laughs> really sticking it to the man. Like. Yeah, the house always wins, except today. Hmm. And now it's making a weird noise. Listen to that. The thing is... It's, sh- it's trying... It, unless I didn't balance it enough. Hmm. Turning it back off again. I mean, maybe uh, when the apocalypse hits, she'll have a bunch of malto meal, and instead of eating it dry, she could just pour oil and have cereal and oil yeah i've i've got no i got nothing you know i i i got obsessed with the concept of devoting all your energy to this one thing like how productive maybe it's the whole teacher in me like like if you devoted this much energy to anything else you'd be a billionaire someone in the chat says I worked at a Target in college, and there was this lady who moved sales stickers all the time. I let it, I let her do it one, or let her do it once. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the thing is, like, if she was doing this to Target or Walmart or even Costco, like a big box store. Yeah. Who's, who's probably their shrinkage is greater than what you're doing. Yeah. Who cares? But I guess it hurt just a little bit because it's a local chain. That's super nice. Yeah, it's a matter of principle. Like, now you have all sorts of expired goods in your trunk towards some dread purpose. You know, it can't be... I don't know. We can't countenance that kind of behavior. Can't have it. Won't have it. Mm. Okay, now now the gimbal is vibrating. It's like it's trying to balance, but it can't. Hmm. Ooh, it's making a really weird noise now. I don't know. Maybe Skynet is becoming self-aware. That's your excuse for everything. That is my excuse <laughs> for everything. <laughs> because uh, I was thinking that was kind of like a Penny Arcade moment. Why does this thing keep wanting to spin when it's off? And it doesn't want to face the direction I point it. I guess I don't have it balanced yet. Hmm. But what is balance? Looks pretty balanced to me. This, this old dude used to come into McDonald's, and unless the wrap was made to look exactly like the picture, he returned it after eating half of it. Oh, old men. <laughs> old men in their wars. <laughs> They're ready to go to war with... See, there it goes again. Oh, look at it spin. Mm. Mm. Old men wanting to go to war with... with fast food restaurants. I'm kind of thinking I should have it pointed this way originally. Well, they have no one else to yell at because their kids don't visit. 
but it's this is where the battle will be waged i want to know what these old men were like when they were young were you, were you crazy then too or do you become do you become gross and uncooperative and you're driven slowly mad by the accumulation of minor aches and pains that have no apparent purpose Oh. You know, from all those doctor visits where, well, we can't find anything wrong with you, mm. but my chest still hurts anyway. And then you get grumpy because there's no fix. You just throw back an ibuprofen and hope that it's not going to be a problem when you try to sleep later in the night watching yeah. your episodes of The Tonight Show. <laughs> uh, but not the now Tonight Show. It's your old VHS copies of Carson. Yeah. And you can't taste food anymore. Food be food all sorts of sorts of sorts of taste the same. And technology is flying farther and farther away from you. And you realize that without the youth, you'd be completely lost. So you band together with other old men in your lions club, <laughs> and 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 you hold hands and march around the room like that one time I went to to a Granger meeting. And watched old men in this weird sort of ceremony. Like, I guess I was a Granger for a little while. It's not that I was roped into it. I went from my own volition. This is this is a pre-RCR. In fact, if you, like in uh, the second year of RCR, where I filmed a Nissan 370Z uh, up in State College. Uh, this predates when we went to State College. Oh. Um, uh, they had this Granger conference up there. And... Uh, Granger, Grangers are like the Masons, but there's like four levels, and the Masons have like 27 or something Yeah, like this that. sounds like the craft, but with old men. <laughs> What's the craft? It's this weird witch coven movie. Oh. Coven sounds like oven. <laughs> mm. Again, it keeps turning to the right. Guys from Monza, I'm having a little... It's It's probably just me not figuring out. And like... Okay, like the old man thing, when technology doesn't do what you want, it's the it's the machine's fault. Mm. It can't be my fault. I used to understand the world. I'm doing it. Well, well it's the I'm death. I'm doing it, but it's not doing it. <laughs> Dad, you got you got to press and hold. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> no, you've been jabbing at it. <laughs> it's that I in my experience old people just would rather you not bother them with technology because a lot of times you know the kids will say oh but it'll make your life easier it's like but i don't want my life to be easier you know it's you're dropping off an alien in my home and telling me it's going to make things simpler but you're not showing me how to use it it's like but i am showing you how to use it mm -hmm. but you're not i don't know it's the processing of information yeah. because all of this stuff is so foreign and alien to people who you know they didn't have like you had to go out and get a book from your local grocer to tell you what was going to be on TV that night. Yes. Like that's nobody has to, you know, do that anymore. No, who still gets TV guide, but still there was this guy at my gym last night, <laughs> my old man naked. <laughs> I, I want to make a song. And maybe if Dominic from Chicago is listening, 
you know, we could make a song just called Old Man in the Gym, and it's just boom, jappa, boom, jappa, boom, jappa. And like on the bass, it's just dun, 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 dun. It would sort of be like a metal song, but it would be just like dun, 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 old man at the gym, dun, 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 wants to talk about the weather, dun, 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 balls always seen, dun, 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 dun. So it would be sort of like the Ramones or something like that. And so he had some Bluetooth headphones. And oh boy, they're not working. I turned it on and it's not pairing. And he's there, bless his heart, bless his beer belly on the bench. He's there with the the instructions for these headphones that, you know, come folded 16 times uh, on that one sheet of paper and you see all the crease lines. And he's saying, I'm following the directions exactly how it's... And it's not doing it. No. And I knew I could take his phone... And just like the IT crowd, turn it off, turn it on again, unpair it, pair it again. Okay, that didn't work. Okay, maybe if I turn the headphones on and then turn my phone on. Oh, that didn't work. Then I'll do it the other way. I'll turn my phone on. I'll de-pair it. I'll take probably whatever the headphones are is probably on the phone and then delete it from the phone. Like delete the headphones from the phone yeah. Bluetooth menu, then turn the headphones back on. It'll, rep it'll appear as new and then probably then it would work. See, but then I I would end up siding with the old man on that because why would you not like if you're a Bluetooth headphones, why can I not just take you out of the box and have you pair with my phone without having to jump through? It's like we're not trying to cut the Gordian knot here. Like we're just trying to get my Bluetooth headphones that are going to die in two hours anyway <laughs> to pair with this phone that is on half battery anyhow. So I want to know something was we weird about uh, these things. If if you let go, if you hold on to the gimbal and not the uh, not the handle, the handle does this. Ah! <laughs> like the more I learn about these gimbals, it's not this that's being stabilized. The motors are in the handle. Huh. And also, I think I keep I keep putting it on wrong because it keeps pointing to the side. So I think I was right the first time, or I was right the second time, and I didn't listen to somebody that I got to spin this thing this way. I mean, there are people in the chat offering to look up the manual for you if you provide the number. Oh, the model number? Yeah. Moza Air. What does it have, does it have an alphanumeric designation? M O Z A is the name of the company and the model is called Air as in the stuff we breathe. Mm. I was looking at a bunch of YouTube videos. But most of the instructional YouTube videos are the no duh or the no shit Sherlock stuff. Yeah, yeah I get it. Turn it on. These are the things. But what I want to know is proper technique. One of the more um, helpful ones said that proper uh, proper gimbal technique is to use the, the, the extra bars and to hold it close to your chest. Hmm. What I want to know is why my camera isn't focusing all by itself. It's on follow focus, unless it's on AE lock. Nope, that's not it. It did it before, why isn't it doing it now? Hmm. This person wanted to know how you liked the loner Impreza. Oh, I like the loner Impreza. 
Uh, we talked about it on the, let me see if this thing is going to go now. Oh, a little bit better this time. Uh, uh, yeah. The Loner Impreza. Come on, focus. Focus, you fuck. What is this? Is this what it's like to be old? Technology works and then it doesn't. Oh, Dad, but you put it on. <laughs> I realize my setting. I put the I put the camera on, like focus on someone's head, but there is no head, huh. so I can't look for a head. Well, not with that attitude. There's no head. Yeah. yeah. But all right, focus on the glass. Still not focusing on the glass. Huh. See, it's going to have to focus automatically because I'm not going to be able to reach up to this camera that's moving around and hit the focusing button. I did it before. <laughs> now it's not doing it. So the Impreza, man, the Impreza loaner that I got was very good. Uh, it was boring as shit. Uh, but the one thing it has going for it is that it's the cheapest all-wheel drive car you can buy right now. It's now cheaper than, the, I think, discontinued uh, Suzuki SX, Suzuki Swift X, S, SX4, I think. <laughs> and, and it's going to get better mileage. And the real selling point of the new Impreza is that with the CVT, they're claiming 35 miles per gallon out of a Subaru. Mm. pretty damn good um and the cvt will get better mileage than the five-speed manual what i want to know is if there's still some subaru weirdness in the car because there wasn't when i drove that wrx like a few years ago and i and i said hey congratulations subaru you made a uh toyota camry yeah and my joke is for this new Subaru Impreza, congratulations, Subaru, you just built a Mazda 3. But I'm realizing now that's the point. They can't keep making cars to satisfy Subaru fanboys. They're going to have to build a nice, bland product. I, I said bland, didn't I? Well, they have to build a product for the type of person that says, I just want a car that runs and is good in the snow. Here you go. Yeah. Subaru Impreza with a CVT. Why isn't it focusing? I love how this has turned into a podcast long ordeal. Deal. <laughs> ordeal. Like, I think I'm good with the... Uh, I'm going to turn off the gimbal. Remove the Lumix from this and try to get it Try to get the thing to focus by itself and find out what mode I'm supposed to be in. CVT and the new Corollas are poopy, says Mark Smith. How long have we been going here? 46 minutes. Yeah, I have no idea. The thing is, they give you too many modes of modern cameras, I mean. It's like they give you all sorts of options. Maintains focus on subjects with unexpected. Okay. Metering mode. I'll do that. It's like when I used to play the wrestling games on PlayStation, and after a certain point, they gave you so many options for what you could create with mm -hmm. a wrestler that 
it's just you spend six hours making you know yourself into your ideal self and then by the time you're done with the cosmetic side of it then you got to give them a move set and then by then it's like you don't even want to play the game like you don't want to take him into the ring you don't want to make his entrance you just want to just put the game away and never touch it again are those audio technica condenser mics yes they are are they sounding okay to you to kibby Now something new appeared. A button that just says E. <laughs> My exposure is set. Well, I had some underexposure dialed in. Hmm. Well, I'm going to dip into the subreddit. Okay. R slash regular car reviews where we have the dedicated thread for ask RCR where you can ask questions that will possibly be featured on the podcast. If we're not just talking to the um, live chat or from technology that won't work. Yeah. Uh, this one is uh, all right. So any weird lift stories? Hmm. I picked up two girls who were just coming home from Easter dinner. Nothing weird about that. Any any weird people or bounders? Uh, I picked up a few people. I went out for St. Patrick's Day, and I drove all the way to Allentown to just start picking up people there. Mm. And um, yeah, I made enough money to really cover my... That better not be snow out there. Oh, I'm going to be furious. On my phone, it just said more flurries next week. But today is, oh, it's just stuff blowing around. Today's just high winds, oh. which means there's going to be a little bit uh, sunny out. I'm going to Allentown later, or Bethlehem later today. Mm. Um, when will we be getting our Lord and Savior Bruce Hen on a podcast? I'd love to have Bruce, Bruce Hen on. Uh, he's not much of a conversationalist. Um, He's kind of quiet in real life you, you uh he, he's good on camera tony rumble is much better yeah um tony rumble was a bartender and so he's naturally you know a chatterbox which in, in a good way he's super friendly to be around anyway uh now bruce you'd almost have to coach him through how to uh be present uh on mic um i mean if you ask him questions he would probably answer them uh, he would answer them in a v- very short he won't be curt but he'll answer your question in as in the least amount of words as he can and in the simplest terms that he can which is nice when you're talking to customers at a shop he doesn't waste your time he doesn't want to waste his own time yeah um but as far as waxing poetic about machines not really mostly he just sends me <laughs> Like porn bloopers on Facebook. <laughs> That's funny to him. But the thing is, Bruce Bruce doesn't have a Facebook for himself, so he just uses his wife's. <laughs> so it says Susie Hen and a picture of his wife. And then just like like tits and crumbs going everywhere. And he sends me this one video of this one girl who's on a fuck machine 
but she's strapped to it upside down and it's being pulled by a lawnmower down a dirt road. <laughs> and she's going up and down on one of these like like auto fuck machines. And the you can Simeon. see this going by pulling by like this like this John Deere lawn tractor. And you just see it going by, and that's the whole clip. It's just like this gif. Why isn't this thing focusing? I don't get it. It Let's, did it once before, and now it doesn't do it now. This person asked, which one's better, a 2002 Firebird slash Camaro 3.8 V6 or a 2002 Mustang 3.8 V6? Uh, what year Mustang? Uh, They're both 2002. Like oh, so both. that's going to be your engine, the Cologne V6. Yeah, yeah. Uh, according to Bruce, the Cologne V6 isn't worth repairing at all. Yeah. <laughs> he just says, once this engine breaks, get rid of the whole car. Yeah. Uh, it's not worth the money to replace, so we're going to go with General Motors at that point. General Motors makes all right V6s. If if it was uh, uh, the Ford uh, Duratec V6, that's a different story. Mm. You know, that's, a, that's a double cam nice engine. Uh, Minecraft or Grand Theft Auto? Minecraft. Oh, I'm Grand Theft Auto. It's, it's a very... I think the largesse of it all is what gets it, which is funny because Minecraft has that exact same feeling of largesse, of, you know, infinite possibility, uh, perhaps more so than GTA, but I don't know. It's kind of like that I can goof off in that game and not actually have to do anything. Oh, I see what I was doing wrong. It doesn't do autofocusing unless you're recording. It won't do it in preview. That was the entire thing that was going on here. Focus on the mic. Very good. Focus on Nick. Very good. Focus on my laptop. It may have trouble with this. Yeah, it has trouble with screens. Focus on my heater. Very good. Focus on the webcam up there. Very good. Zoom in on it. Very nice. Focus on the base. Very nice. Focus up there. What's your opinion on the Newcastle Brown Ale Drought Keg? Uh, didn't try it yet. I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm. I mean, Newcastle is pretty good, generally, um, in my experience. No, yeah, Newcastle Brown Ale. Never bought it. Uh, I don't think it's complex enough for my palate. Uh... See, and I'm not, I don't have a refined palate with beer, like, at all. I'm just a very, um, and that's mostly because, you know, when you get to a certain financial place when you're 21, you just go for the cheap stuff. Yeah. It's like being, and then you need to teach your, your palate how to receive more complex flavors. And I imagine, you know, like, I can't really tell the difference between various different ports, especially if they're those dark coffee ports or yeah, whatever. Uh, what do you think of Guinness? <laughs> I think Guinness is great for people who don't want... <laughs> oh, this is sexist. Guinness is great for chicks who don't like beer because Guinness doesn't taste like beer. Mm. It tastes like cream coffee without the coffee flavor. If you love mochaccinos, 
You'll love Guinness. Yeah, but if you go to Ireland, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that was actually my roommate's argument in college. He was a Scottish guy from Brazil, and his thing was that Guinness basically tastes great everywhere but here because of the water used to make it everywhere else but here. Like, wow. everywhere else has better water, presumably, than we do. Um you know now granted if you get a guinness here it's not like they're dragging it up from like schuylkill river right. water but in a general sense you know i i could believe that a guinness is better in ireland than it would be here but is the taste going to be so radically different that it will convert a non-believer right probably not how much how much of it is really the product and how much of it is your mind that you're standing in ireland you're in, is a brewery in Dublin? I, I forget. Know. Wherever the brewery is, and you're standing up there, and everything's amazing, and the the bartender is speaking to you in that amazing accent, yeah. and someone in the back, and there's a poster of Conor McGregor somewhere, <laughs> and all that in your head thinks it's 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 better. It's a framed photo of Conor McGregor with prayer candles around it. <laughs> Come to the bar with us. Have yeah. a pint of Guinness. Yeah. And it's just, there, there's something so homey and uh, comforting about the notion of it. Yeah. You know, you almost want to do uh, a Joyce and just wander around and people yeah. watch and yeah. go, you know, I'm broke, so let me have peas and vinegar. Because that's what he has in Ulysses. He goes to the bar, orders a ginger beer and a plate of peas in vinegar. Oh, I thought he had beef stew. Maybe it was, I was some. Are we are we talking about the Lestergonians chapter again? Ah, uh, don't remember offhand. The Lestergonians not... one. Oh, the Lestergonians one is when he goes to this other pub, and was disgusted by everything in there, and then he leaves. Huh. No, this is a different one because he actually like settles in at the bar. I don't know. I kind of hate Ulysses. <laughs> it's one of those books that I've read four times. And it's, it gets clearer, like the picture always gets clearer, but the reason for its merit kind of doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> in that it seems to be complicated for the sake of complication. And that just drives me up a wall. Hmm. So. Man, the wind's really picking up outside. Yeah, it is. Uh, we're coming up on an hour. Uh, is there any sort of questions going on? in the uh in the chat one guy says what do you think of ipas ipas are now my ipas are now my lager like if i don't know what i want it used to be i'd get a yingling and now it's usually perpetual ipa by trogues is is my gold standard yeah uh, i actually can't remember the last time i had a yingling because it's i don't think i'm ever going to be buying a case again unless i'm going to a party unless we're going out west and i'm taking stuff with me to just give to people who don't yeah. have it well the thing is that there's been a sort of a pox of craft breweries just popping up in the area yeah and so if you want a more complex beer you know there's easily you can go over there and they'll do that whole wegman's deal of you know just pick six things and yeah. get a little carry out thing and then yeah. you have six you know perhaps needlessly complicated beers but it's something interesting you know it's people are really working with you know beer craft now mm. 
Go with strobes or familiarize yourself by some, oh, by a 2000 late legacy spec B, right? Uh, the new 50th anniversary WRX, uh, there was one sitting over there at uh, Steve Moore Subaru. And uh, that one is uh, appears to be, with my eyes, a spiritual successor to the spec B. Um, it, it's a WRX. It doesn't look WRX-y. I don't even think there was a wing on the back. Maybe there was like a lip. Uh, I, I took a picture with my phone. I have to post it on Instagram or something like that. Uh, how much body rust before it's not worth it? Depends on your state, Man. really. I mean, some Californians would junk a car if it has uh, rusted rocker panels up here in Pennsylvania. Just cut it out, weld some new stuff in. What are your chances, uh, Kibi says, what are your chances of RCR doing a trip to the Midwest, specifically the Great Plains states? Well, we were out there a long, well, three years ago. Yeah. Uh, in a trip. Uh, I probably will go to Iowa. Uh, my buddy Tom lives there. Uh, the next trips are Austin, Texas. That's just me. Um, uh, that's, that's the last weekend of April this month. Uh, there will be no RCR meet. I don't have it in me to do it. Uh, also, it's tough to do a meet if Nick isn't here because yeah. I, I I only like tag team matches. It's yeah, it's tough being the fulcrum on which everybody's good time pivots. Yeah, um, that's a good. I don't line. think I thanks. Well, it's half Henry Rollins. Yeah, thanks though. Um, did I read the Dubliners or not? Someone says Dubliners. I, I read Dublin. Uh, the Dead. Like that's where the short story "The Dead" comes from. Mm. Uh, it's people at a party. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, Did you guys ever go to Connecticut? One person asks. Yes, I drove through it. <laughs> I've never been. I don't think. Um, Fiber One Lemon Bar K Car. Fiber One Lemon Bar K Car. Hmm. That's some good rhyming. It is. Yeah. Hey, big fan from Pakistan. You guys are pretty awesome. Awesome dream car go. Hmm? Oh, they're asking oh. what the dream car is. Well, I bought mine and then sold it. My uh, 88 AW11 Mark 1B. It was a delightful dream. And now someone in Malibu, California has it. Uh, I don't. Apart from, you know, the, uh, I get to drive so many nice cars, but the, the idea of having and preserving a car no longer appeals to me because I did it. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful thing that I don't want hurt and it stops becoming a car that you can forget about when you go into Staples and buy more mechanical pencils. Worrying about is someone out there effing with it. Because when you got something that's perfect and beautiful, all it can do, there's nowhere to go but down. So, uh, like a dream car feels like a buy and hold uh, to me. Uh, things that I want to do would be, on a long enough timeline, everything gets an LS. I'm not opposed to the Falcon getting an LS at some point, even though the 302 Redeemer is a perfectly rebuilt 5.0. Mm. Um, uh, it's going to go, the Falcon's going to go into Bruce, uh, probably for the month of August. Um, it's going to have to get something to help that carb. It can't drain back. Cause I finally looked at the carb and I'm like, wait a minute. It's not drain. The carburetor isn't draining back because 
when the fuel comes into the carb, it comes in at the top and then the fuel just sort of falls to the bottom of the carburetor. So it's not, <laughs> it's not going backwards against gravity back down the tube. So that's not it. Um, uh, it's probably just evaporating because the engine bay gets very hot. Oh, I, for, I that was something I could have done today. Spaced up, working on spacing up the hood. Yeah, but... I'd have to do a test or something like that. I'd have to, when I get back from driving it around, shutting it off in the garage, then leaving the hood up, and then seeing if it still maintains pressure in that line. And if it doesn't, um, I have to find out why I just lose fuel pressure every time I park the darn thing. Um, so the solution is probably going to be a uh, an auxiliary fuel pump. You know, I go through all this trouble to put a mechanical fuel pump in there, and now lo and behold, I'm going back and putting an electric one in there to probably just run for a little bit to up the pressure in the lines. But the big question I don't have an answer to is if I have a if I have an electric fuel pump back at the tank pushing fuel up through that fuel line passes through the mechanical fuel pump on its way to the carburetor will positive pressure positive fuel pressure going in to the um, uh, mechanical fuel pump hurt it i don't know the answer to that question because a mechanical fuel pump uh, creates negative pressure it, it sucks fuel uh, a, a mechanical fuel pump sucks fuel from the fuel tank yeah a electric fuel pump pushes mm. the fuel from the fuel tank up to the engine. How long does it normally take? There is no answer to that question. How long yeah. does it normally take to reply back to an email regarding reviewing a car? Yeah. Uh, there is no answer to that question. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes when I get it, most times it just gets cataloged. Yeah. And so it's my big pile. You're ever in the area and we need something. You can just type in the name of the place. The Datsun Z cars run an auxiliary. What did that thing say? Some guy it went away. Yeah. Something about Datsun Z cars run an auxiliary electric fuel pump. So I guess it's going to be fine. Yeah. You, should, uh, do you should do a collab with Doug DeMuro. I already did. Yeah. Yeah. We already did. Uh, look up uh, RCR Ferrari. I reviewed Doug's old Ferrari. Of course, he's leaving Pennsylvania now. Is he? Yeah, he's moving to California like every other YouTuber. Ugh. I mean, no, I, I don't mean like... <laughs> I get it, I get it. I this winter, this fucking winter? Yeah, I, I mean, like, I just can't imagine living in California is no. the thing. Like, I need seasons. Like, for as much as this sucks right now, Yeah. like, I would miss it. And that's kind of... I don't know. Like, California's really fun to go to every one guy now and david buey says yes it will hurt the mechanical in what way will it get hurt it uh jack moon says on our hair aircraft we have both electric and mechanical fuel pumps and they are used in conjunction during takeoff and landing where she'll do is over fuel and cork out all right now the thing is between the mechanical fuel pump and the carburetor i have a fuel pressure regulator and it's set at seven psi mm. so that thing they make little mechanical fuel pumps that are like no bigger than two things of lipstick, and <laughs> uh, they they're made they're made for carburetors. I think Holly sells one. They're like twenty bucks though. Yeah. Uh, I get the warm weather, but nobody wants to live in California, especially. And taxes would be crazy. Texas has seasons, except it's at random and no snow. Car guy moving to California like gun guys moving to England. Mm. Huh? I don't get that joke. 
All right. It's been an hour. Um, I have some stuff I need to do today. And I have no reason to be yawning right now whatsoever. Uh, something, something, 1997 Dodge Air, something, something. All right. Uh, imagine living in Iowa. I can't deal with not having mountains. I need mountains in the back. Yeah. And I need people with a certain type of accent, I yeah. guess. That's the podcast. Yes, it is. So have a great week. Have a good week. See you next week. Yeah, we'll probably do something. Yeah. I'm Brian. I'm Nick. That's the podcast. Take care.